How you doing, Rock Family? How you doing, Rock Family? Got a great message for you. I'm so excited. Again, if you join us, I'm Miles McPherson, pastor of the Rock Church. And this series has been rocking. People are signing up for groups. If you're not in a group, text group to 52525. Start a group, a small group, get in a small group, five to ten people, uh, weekly meetings, accountability, however you want to do it. We'll give you all the material, help you start a group because that is how you are going to grow. That is how you are going to make a difference. So listen, before we start, we've got to say a word of prayer. Let's get on our knees and we're going to pray that God will prepare your heart for this message. Again, this message it's going to challenge you once again. Every, every, every week when I prepare, I'm like, okay, God, give me something that's good. And give me, give me just a little hot sauce to challenge people, get in people's business because uh, we just don't want to waste your time, don't want to waste my time. We want, to, we want to go to the throne and say, look, let's get better. Amen? Let's get better. So I, I pray that when I'm preparing that God's challenging me so I can challenge you. I just want to, get, just want to give you some information. I want to kind of uh, 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 so we can be better. Amen? So if you're not on your knees, the challenge hasn't started. So get out of your seat, get off the couch, roll out of the bed. You may be sitting up there with your girl in your bed, sit with the pillow behind you. Get out of the bed, get on the side of your bed, and let's pray. Let's pray. Okay? Lord, thank you so much for your faithfulness. Thank you for your goodness. Holy Spirit, I pray wherever people are right now that you would make yourself known to them. Especially today. I pray for miracles in people's lives. I pray for supernatural healing today. I pray for revelation. I pray the Holy Spirit would blast people right where they're at today and encourage them. And I pray even now some are freaking out because they, they're wondering what's going to happen. I pray they just tell you in their heart, Lord, we trust you. I trust you. Whatever you're going to do. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. Got to pull my skinny jeans down. Let's go. Let's go. Get your Bibles out. Get your Bibles out. And by the way, um, something I said in the prayer, I want you to ask yourself, especially as I'm talking today, how much do you really trust God? In other words, do you, do you let God just have like an hour of your week or 24-7? Do you let God have some of your heart or all your heart? Can God come into every room in your house or just the living room? Okay. In other words... When we talk about this, some people are like, well, I'll believe that, but I won't believe that. I'm going to try that, but I won't try that. And God's like, what kind of relationship do we have? So when we're talking, just whenever, especially when you come to church, just say, Lord, my heart's open. My heart's open. Check everything in the Bible. Just read the Bible yourself. I'm not, you, I'm not telling you to just blindly just believe it. Just read the Bible. But say, God, I, w- I want everything you have for me. Because if you tell God that, woo, and you pay attention, woo. Ooh, stuff's going to happen. So let's get your Bible out. Get your Bible out. Word. Let's turn to Matthew chapter 6. We'll start there. Matthew chapter 6. First book of the New Testament. Matthew chapter 6. And as you turn there, I just want to encourage you every day. If you say, Lord, my heart just wants what you want for me. I want to love you better. I want to obey you better. I want to be. If you tell God that every day. 
The Bible says the king's heart is in the hand of God. He turns it like rivers of water. God will change your heart and you'll actually want what God wants. If you delight yourself in him, he will give you the desires of your heart. doesn't mean he's going to give you what you want. He's going to, give, he's going to put his desires in your heart. He's going to give you desires for your heart. And, he's going to, and, and you're going to want what God wants. And you're going to be the happiest you've ever been. Um, recently, I think it was a month ago or so, uh, maybe six, seven weeks, the Chinese consulate, like we have the, there's one embassy in the country, Chinese uh, embassy in D.C., and then they have consulates. And these consulates are like many embassies, and they handle business for the Chinese, but the consulate property is China. And we have consulates all over the world, and, and in those consulates we ha- are the United States. It's sovereign land to the country that owns the consulate in that country. So our consulates in different wor- countries is as if you were in the United States. And so the Chinese consulate in Houston was closed down, and they had the camera, and they said they were burning stuff, and they were stealing stuff from the Americans. And then, like, two weeks later... The U.S. consulate in China, one of the consulates in China, was closed down. And, you know, it's, it's just a political war. But when they closed these down, when the Chinese consulate was closed down here, we couldn't go on their property because it was their property. It wasn't our property. And same when I was closed down, we, they couldn't come on our property. And so it was sovereign land. And so the rules of engagement in the consulate, the rules in that fence of the consulate is the consistent with the country that it came from. Same thing with the embassy. If you go to the U.S. embassy in China, as soon as you cross the, the fence and go in the property of the embassy, you are in America. Different rules. Like two different kingdoms. Today I want to talk about how a disciple, specifically a difference maker, has to have a kingdom mindset. We have to have a Kingdom mindset. In other words, you live in America, you live on this planet. I don't know where you're from, watching from, but you may live on earth, but you belong to a kingdom in heaven. And so you have to decide, are you going to have a kingdom mindset or earthly mindset? I want to encourage you and challenge you that if you are going to be a difference maker, that you have a kingdom mindset. Mindset. You are not citizens of this earth. You are citizens of heaven. Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 and 10, Jesus said, this is when he taught us how to pray, he said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is your name. Your kingdom, your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now, this is not, Lord, maybe one day. Lord, now, through me. I want to make a difference, and I'm going to make a difference by being a vessel through which the kingdom of God is here on earth now. Now, I want to tell you something. When heaven and earth were created, heaven, this earth and heaven were interlocked. They were together. They were together. Man came on the scene. Adam and Eve said, well, we we want to do it ourselves. And God said, okay, cool, And and we're destroying it. But heaven and earth were designed to be together. God walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. And so God says, I want, I want my kingdom to be experienced on earth. So we, we shouldn't be like, Lord, take me out of here. Take, no, no, no. Bring the kingdom of God. Yes, you're going to go to heaven and die, but God's kingdom can come 
Now, now, so let's, let's go through the review of what we've been talking about. If you want to be a difference maker, you need to have a kingdom mindset. And if you want to be a difference maker, you have to do three things. And we've been talking about this every single week. One, ministry, mentoring, multiply. Are you leveraging your gifts to do ministry that expands aha, the kingdom of God? Not your bank account, not your reputation, not, not even your church. The kingdom of God. Are you doing ministry, you individually doing ministry to expand the kingdom? Number one, God gave you gifts. Are you doing ministry? We talked about your spiritual gifts um, a couple weeks ago. Number two, are you mentoring, equipping someone else to expand the kingdom? If you want to be a difference maker, you have to do ministry and then you have to invest in someone else so they can do ministry. And then number three, are you multiplying or sending that person out? It's one thing to teach them, one thing to give them information and instruction. It's another thing to say, now let me send you out and go do it. So if you're in a group, you're in a group, I have a group. We meet every week and, and, and I tell them this every week. This is what, I'm not here to just do this forever. I want to encourage you so you can eventually do ministry using your gifts. So what is the kingdom? What is the kingdom? A kingdom, the kingdom of God is the reign of God anywhere God is in control. This is evidenced by agreement and unity with God. The ruling principle on earth is control and power. Me, 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 me. The ruling principle on earth, man, man, I should say man, is control and power. When you watch TV, politics, business, everything's about me, get more money, more power, more of this. That's the ruling principle on earth. It's about division, me against you. The ruling principle in heaven is peace, unity. Matthew 6.33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Seek first the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God. So what is the kingdom? The kingdom is a place or state that is a complete agreement or unity with the perfect design of God. A kingdom of God is a place or state that is in perfect agreement and unity with the perfect will of God. With the perfect wisdom of God, with the perfect ways of God, with the perfect love of God. When everything that God is and you are in line with that and submitted to that, the kingdom. The kingdom. So we look at three ways Jesus had a kingdom mindset and what we can learn about those ways. Number one, like Jesus, we minister by leveraging kingdom power the kingdom power of God to expand God's kingdom. I want to turn to um, Luke chapter 11. Now, I want to give you a, a little history, um, background on my growth in understanding and walking in the kingdom. It is one thing to be in ministry and do work in ministry. It's another thing to be teaching the Bible. It's another thing to be building a church congregation, organization. It's another thing to serve. But sometimes that can be disconnected with the kingdom. And what I mean by that, we can get so caught up in our task, in our organization, in our job, in our, in, in, in our duties, that we forget the kingdom. 
We got our denomination against this denomination. We got my church against this church. We got my Bible study against this Bible study. We got my, my theology against this theology. And we're down here fighting arguments against each other, just like the world is us versus them. We got us versus them in the church. And God said, no, no, in my kingdom, there's complete unity. And whenever you hear someone's kingdom minded, it's not like this is about my church or my ministry. It's about the kingdom. And when you see churches working together, they are kingdom minded. They have a kingdom mindset. And one of those areas of being kingdom mindset is understand the power and authority of the kingdom of God versus the kingdom of the devil. There are two kingdoms. There's the kingdom of God and the kingdom of the devil. Just like there's, on earth there's many kingdoms. There's kingdom of you have China against America. That's two kingdoms, if you will. And then you have multiples, 160-something countries, 90-something countries. They all have their own kingdoms. They all represent their own kingdom. In, in the spiritual world, there's a kingdom of God and the kingdom of the devil. The kingdom of the devil infiltrates religion to divide us from ourselves. That's a master. But we have to understand that we, we serve God and we are called to build his kingdom. Both these kingdoms are fighting for your attention. They're fighting for your allegiance. They're fighting for your soul. And your soul is a very valuable asset. And so what we have to decide is that you have to decide if you want to make a difference in God's kingdom, you have to be kingdom-minded, not religious-minded, not church-minded, kingdom-minded. If you're kingdom-minded, all that other stuff will take care of itself. And so I want to talk to you about one aspect of being kingdom-minded, and that's walking in the supernatural power of the kingdom. Because God's kingdom is a kingdom of power. It's a kingdom of supreme authority. Authority. Power. And when I started learning about the kingdom and started to go from a religious or ministry-minded to a kingdom-minded mindset. My eyes got opened to a whole nother level of power and authority, supernatural power. Why? Because the kingdom of God is supernatural. The kingdom of the devil is supernatural. It is a spiritual war. And so you have to have a kingdom mindset if you're going to make a difference in the kingdom. So number one, number one, we have to, like Jesus, Minister by leveraging kingdom of God power for kingdom of God expansion. Luke chapter 11, verse 14. Jesus here casting out a demon. He says, as he was casting, and he was casting out a demon, it was, it was mute. This demon made a guy mute. So it was when the demon had gone out that the mute spoke. And all the multitudes marveled that Jesus casting this demon out. And this guy who couldn't speak spoke. And then some said he cast out demons by Beelzebub, the ruler of demons, or the devil. They say he's got a demon. Jesus had a demon. Jesus was doing, casting out a demon by the devil. So he was representing the devil, basically. They were saying Jesus represented the devil's kingdom. Others testing him sought, him, sought from him a sign from heaven, saying, but he said, knowing their thoughts, <laughs> again, remember we talked about spiritual gifts, God knew their thoughts, and he said every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation and every house divided against itself falls. As a side note, if you're a Christian fighting against another Christian, we're, de we're, fighting, we're destroying our own kingdom, kingdom of God. 
we're going to be useless in the kingdom of God. We won't destroy the kingdom of God because it's bigger than us, but we will destroy our ability to build the kingdom of God. We will destroy our effectiveness in the kingdom of God. And then he says, if Satan is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? In other words, if I'm the devil and I'm casting out demons, how, how does that work? That doesn't make any sense. He says, because you say, I cast out demons by Beelzebub. Then he says, but if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore, they will be your judges. But then he says, but if I cast out demons by the finger of God, I don't need the fist of God. I don't need the baseball bat of God. <laughs> the finger. I don't, need my, I don't even need God's whole hand. I just need a finger. And by the way, this is two fingers. He just did it one finger. When you ever flick a bug off the table, you have to use two fingers. He said, I don't need but one finger to, to, to take that demon out. Boom. But if I do that by the finger of God, surely the kingdom of God has come. You have to understand that Jesus, when he was casting demons out, healing people, doing miracles, he was saying, repent for the kingdom of God. Has come. And he was showing what the kingdom of God was about. And one of those things was power, healing, restoration, alignment with everything in heaven, and alignment by the power of God. That is the type of mindset you have to have. I remember when people used to pray for healing. And I had prayed for a couple of healings, but I really didn't believe that I could pray and people could be healed. And, and, and so much so doubt that I had that I would see other people do it and always have some excuse why I couldn't do it. If you remember a couple weeks ago, I talked about spiritual gifts and how you can talk yourself out of having something God has given you or talk yourself out of trying to do something that God is telling you to do, that he has empowered you to do, and you just talk yourself out of it. And I did that for years with healing. I, I didn't have the faith that if I prayed, something in the physical would change. I prayed for salvation. I was really good with that. That was easy. That was natural. That's probably my strongest gift. And, and, but God said, that's not all I have for you. And so I remember I prayed for some people over the years and stuff would happen. But I always like, eh, I don't know. I always kind of rationalized it the way when it was right in front of me. And then one day I was standing right here, right here. And I was praying for the courage to pray for healing in public in front of people and see what would happen. And I was standing right here and God said, pray for someone's leg to be healed over there. Let me tell you something. And I'll tell you the end of the story in a few minutes. But you have to have a kingdom mindset. That Jesus said, if I am casting this demon out by the finger of God, the kingdom of God is here. You and I are called to walk in the kingdom and operate with kingdom rules, kingdom principles, and to expand the kingdom of God. And understand there is a kingdom of the devil. There's only two kingdoms in the spiritual realm. Now, we experience it in the physical, but they supersede the physical. They supersede the physical. So number two, like Jesus, we need to mentor others by teaching kingdom of God principles. Look what he says when he continues the story. He says, they, they said he was casting out demons by the devil. He says, if I cast out demons by the finger of God, the kingdom of God is here. Then he tells the story. When a strong man, fully armed with guards, his own palace, 
His goods are in peace. In other words, think of a man with a palace and he has all this gold and silver and stuff. And he's got these, these Mike Tyson dudes all around the house with guns and, and, you know, machetes and whatever, whatever weapons you are, whatever country you're in. And they're guarding this house. When a strong man has all his guards guarding his stuff, his, his stuff is safe. This is Jesus telling the story. But when a stronger man than he comes upon him and overcomes him, knocks out all his guards and takes from his, all his armor, which he trusted, and takes all his stuff and divides, divides his spoils and all the riches that he was guarding. In other words, if you have a guy who has a bunch of stuff in the house and, he, and he's got 10 strong guards, he's good unless 20 stronger guards come, beat those guys up and take the stuff. Here's what Jesus was saying. The devil's strong. His demons are strong. The devil's smart. The demons are smart. But God is stronger and smarter. So what Jesus was saying was the demon in this guy, he had control of that guy. The demon was stronger than the guy. But God was stronger than the demon. And what he was saying was in the kingdom of God, you have more power and authority than you know. That's why a lot of believers are not walking in power because they don't understand the authority and power of the kingdom of God. If you're going to make a difference in the kingdom of God, you have to understand the principles of the kingdom and that you serve the stronger man. You, strong, you, 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 you serve the guy who flung the stars into heaven, who stretches out the heavens like a curtain. And by the way, scientists will tell you that the heavens are being stretched out and expanding at the speed of light. God is doing that. That's your father. Jesus said, all authority in heaven has been given to me and I now give that to you. So when I was learning about praying for healing, I was learning about the principles of the authority that I have in Jesus' name. That it's not me doing the healing at all. It's Jesus doing the healing. It's the same Holy Spirit that with the finger of God took that demon out. It's the same God that is going to do and work through you and me when we pray according to the authority, and we would declare the authority that we have. So number one, are you doing ministry? Are you mentoring others and teaching others and actually learning about the kingdom of God? And number three, like Jesus, we multiply kingdom of God power by releasing kingdom warriors. Matthew 10, 5, 8, look what it says. It says, these 12 Jesus sent out and commanded them, do not go into the way of the Gentiles and do not enter the city of the Samaritans, but rather go to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And then he said, as you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The power and authority of the kingdom of God is available right now. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. Now you may be saying, well, that doesn't happen now. It doesn't for you because you don't believe. It happens all over the world, all the time. I was standing here. I used to read that. Heal the sick. I was like, God, do I have the faith to pray? Do you have the faith to even ask? If you don't ask, of course it's not going to happen. I prayed, so I prayed, standing right here. And God said, someone over there has a, a problem with their leg. 
So I prayed, Lord, I pray, and I, and I had everybody bow their heads and blah, 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 blah. If you have a, a problem with your leg, I pray to God heal you. And all these people got healed. And I could tell you multiple, multiple, multiple times um, I would pray and people's legs would get healed. I even was at a football conference with NFL players telling the story about praying for people's legs to be healed. I never even prayed for legs to be healed. And later that day, a guy was getting off the elevator. We were at a conference with the, all these guys and their wives and girlfriends. And he said, hey, man, remember when you were telling that story? This is a guy who played for the Seattle Seahawks at the time. He said, you know what happened? My leg got healed. The day I, then I was telling the story here at church that I'm telling you now. And I go back into the green room and a friend of mine who played for the Seahawks, another guy, texted me and said, I was listening to you tell the story about how you prayed for someone's leg to be healed. And I was saying to myself, I don't believe in that. <laughs> this is hilarious. He says, I don't even believe that's true. That's bogus. That's a scam. People don't get mad. And he was laying in bed. At the time he had hurt his leg, he was doing rehab, God healed him. He's telling me this. He made a video, sent me the video, and he was doing Running like this, saying my leg is healed, and God healed me even when I was criticizing you for preaching that God can heal. Can you imagine if you had a kingdom mindset and you walked around and you grew in your understanding and faith to believe in the kingdom of God, that the kingdom of God is superior to the kingdom of the devil, and you walked in that authority? I'm going to pray for you. The ultimate healing is salvation. But what I'm going to pray is, I want to pray a different prayer today. I'll pray both. I'm going to pray that you get saved, that God would heal your relationship. But there are some of you out there, you have physical ailments. I'm a leg specialist. I don't know why. Probably because I ran a lot in my life. Leg, ankle, knees, thighs, calf, whatever, Achilles. I want to pray that God would heal you and of whatever else. And check this out. This is how much faith I have. And, and by the way, here's the thing. If no one gets healed... I'm good because it's not me doing it anyway. It's God. But, but most likely someone going to heal. God going to heal somebody because that's what he does. And so here's what I'm going to do. If you get healed of anything, you could have a migraine. All of a sudden it goes away. You could have swelling in your ankle, swelling in your knee, whatever. You may have a torn ACL, anterior cruciate ligament in your knee that holds your, the, your, your, fe your, your femur and your tibula together. Uh, the bone here and the bone here for all y'all who aren't into biology, anatomy. But you could have a torn ACL and all of a sudden, a torn MCL, you, all of a sudden it's healed. Boom. I want you to right away test it after I pray, and if it feels good, and you say, wait a minute, hold up, hold up, it's working. I want you to text us on, doing the chat, say, I got healed, and tell us what you got healed of. Watch the, the chat blow up, blow up. And by the way, by the way, here, here's, how, here's, how I, here's how I've seen it happen in my life. I can't say it's going to happen again, but here's how I've seen Even right now as I'm talking about it, some of y'all are getting healed. I haven't even prayed yet. I want you to text the chat right now, right in the chat. I got healed already. I got healed already. I got healed already. And guess what that means? That God is doing something. It's not about me. That God is doing something. And you can even ask, Lord, I pray this dude get the healing. Before I pray for the healing, just ask God, God, heal my this, heal my this, heal my COVID, heal my cancer, whatever. Heal my, heal my parents, heal my, heal my son, please. And you're not asking, you are declaring the authority that God has already given you over that illness and you are, you are exercising your authority over any demonic activity 
in your life. And you were saying, Lord, I declare kingdom of God alignment with my health, physically, emotionally, relationally. I pray healing in relationships. I pray, pray healing in my heart. I declare and surrender my heart, my body, my relationship to God, and that God would bring kingdom of God alignment. And then I'm going to pray for salvation, that God would heal your relationship with him by forgiving you of your sin. So this is going to be exciting. And, I, and I'm confident that someone's already chat, written in the chat that you've been healed. Awesome. And if you see that, may that stoke your faith to say, God, I, I, dec- I pr- pray for healing in my life. I surrender my body to you. Okay. And that's what I did. I prayed. People got healed. And all of a sudden, my perspective got changed. Now I got a kingdom mindset. So let's all bow for a word of prayer. Lord, thank you so much. Lord, I pray, for right, I pray right now and I declare your authority. You said that if anything, we ask anything in your name according to your will, according to your kingdom of God principle, you would do it so that you may be glorified. That this is not for Miles to be glorified or the Rock Church to be glorified. This is for you to be glorified. So we pray that people would give you honor and praise. And the people who are getting healed right now, that they would write in the chat, glory to God. Glory to God. So if you would like to receive healing in your relationship with God or healing in your body, just pray this prayer with me. In the privacy of your heart, pray, dear God, I surrender my life to you. I surrender my illness. I surrender everything about me, physically, emotionally, relationally, socially, spiritually, that is not in alignment with the kingdom of God. I surrender to Jesus Christ and pray for supernatural alignment, healing, salvation, restoration in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now I know God did something in your life. So two things. I'm going to ask you, if you ask Christ to be your Savior, text SAVE to 52525. But if God healed you, now here's what happens. Whenever, you, whenever I pray for healing, or whenever you pray for someone else to healing, you want to say, feel it, test it right now. Just don't pray and go away. Say, does it work? How's it feel? Test it now. Test it in five minutes. Test it in 15 minutes. And watch what happens. And you need to tell people, this is what God did in my life. Right now, put it on a chat. Blow chat up. Have a kingdom mindset. And by the way, if you're going to make a difference, imagine the difference you can make if you thought had your mind on these kinds of things. Imagine what God would do in your life. So listen, next week we are going to continue the series. Let's go. Let's go, bro. And if you're not in a group, text group to 52525. Text group to 52525. Get in a group. And let's bring heaven to earth. God bless you.